we are back for episode 118. It's not 231 like Brian Oak has done, wow. but we can only strive for something like that. This is a very special episode. This is kind of like a very special blossom, mm. uh, a very special episode. First of all, uh, we have a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Shelby Dale Adult Books, uh, St. Paul's oldest family-run uh, adult bookstore, and uh, they're now boasting uh, new linoleum tile in the adult preview booths. And uh, so for those of you who like erotica with staples, uh, now is this going to be a problem with your parent company? That <laughs> You know what I like? I like when I go to an adult bookstore knowing they can properly squeegee out the private rooms, right? And new linoleum gives that fresh, clean look, but also sort of that still acrid smell lingering in the air. It's just not clingy. I've I've been to a number of adult bookstores in my life, but I didn't know there were any left, but oh, I'm, gl- I'm glad to know you have and, a sponsor. Yeah, and I, I hope that they don't have a problem because that gift card has already been spent. So <laughs> I have three, three radio promotions in three minutes, a weekly podcast where we kind of journey down the road of promotions. And since there are four promotions being done everywhere, uh, trying to throw an additional one or two into the mix. If only to spark some ideas is, is always a good thing. But we're throwing caution to the wind. And what does that mean? You can't really throw caution. But we're going to blow up the format this week and have somebody who I've always had just a tremendous amount of respect for. Uh, I think he's an, a, an amazing air talent. He's intelligent. He's funny. And he has an encyclopedic knowledge of music. All three qualities, which uh, are really not, not really... Uh, focused on or emphasized in radio DJs anymore. If, mm. if Brian could tell us the story about, you know, the news about Cardi B's new keto diet and the astonishing results, if you could, <laughs> if you could do that in seven seconds, it would be absolutely amazing. But I got Brian Oak from Cities 97. And for the uninitiated, Cities 97 is one of those radio stations that, if it was anywhere else, would fail. Right. Because it is so Twin Cities. And I had an opportunity in 1992 to move from Charlotte to San Francisco. And this was back when you loaded your stuff in a truck. Oh yeah. And the competition was KMEL, which was this historic station. I, I heard about him, but I'd never heard him because there wasn't streaming. So West of San Sacramento, you go up over this rise and suddenly you can hear San Francisco radio. Right. And I, I tuned into the station I was going to <laughs> and was instantly depressed. And then I tuned over to KMEL and Bay area poured from the speakers. They didn't have to do a legal ID that said that they were in San Francisco. It was what they said and how they said it. It was absolutely amazing. I wanted to do a Burt Reynolds shitty on the road. <laughs> and, and, and dry, dry. Just whip a couple donuts? Yeah, but you can't really do that with a rider truck. No. So, no. Well, you could, but in San Francisco or anywhere hilly or coastal, it's probably going to end poorly. Uh, well, Brian, it's very nice. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Gladly. Um, I wanted to talk about a promotion that I've always looked at or used as an example of being the ultimate lifestyle promotion. Lifestyle promotions I've always thought were so specific to the market, not just to the market, but to that specific demo of people listening to the radio station that they would be inexplicable. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know, you ever heard of Judy Ellis? The name rings a bell, okay, but she, I don't know. She was, in, she was in charge of Citadel. And the only radio station that she'd ever worked at was hot 97 in new york so that was everything in life that was the template is that like an ac station or hot, hip-hop oh really oh, yeah. all right right on. huge huge station that was the only only station she'd ever worked at got it and so we were having a discussion about lifestyle promotions and mm-hmm. she felt that the hot 97 summer jam 
was the ultimate lifestyle promotion. And I can't argue with that because I'm not from New York. Right. Okay. And she said, well, what, what do you think it is? And I said, well, there's this guy named Brian Oak in the mm. Twin Cities. And he does a thing called Oak on the Water. And I said, I would try to explain it to you, but you wouldn't get it. Which is why I could, you know, as opposed to trying to explain what Oak on the Water is, I wanted to have Brian Oak explain what Oak on the Water is. It harkens, I mean, it harkens back to the old days, right? Where there'd be singles that were that were hot in one area, but literally on the other side of the country, no one had ever heard of them, although they, they maintained a famousness. For the first 13 years, I mean, Oak on the Water, it turned into, without at the, at the risk of tooting my own horn, it turned into the premier Twin City summer promotions, uh, but I, I owe all the credit to my former boss and dear friend, Lauren McLeish, who... She was my boss at Cities 97, uh, now point one, uniquely Twin Cities. And she sat me down about two years into my tenure at that station doing afternoons and said, hey, I've got this great idea. Now, again, for people who don't know Minnesota, the the lake lifestyle is everything in the summer, right? There are over 11,000 lakes in Minnesota. So Waterside is where people are in the summer because it does get hot here. It gets very humid here. But, I mean, all these opportunities for winter or rather uh, water-type oriented relaxation, everyone's into it, whether it's just going to a bar, sitting by the water, whether it's out water skiing, whatever. So she came up with this idea, and she's like, here's the deal. We're going to have you do your show, Lakeside every Thursday for 16 weeks in the summer. And here's what we're going to call it. Wait for it. Oak on the water. And in my head, I was like, that is the corniest, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. But once again, and not for the first time or the last time, I had to admit that Lauren McLeish was right. And I was wrong. Over the first few years, no one really cared. But the, you know, the, the, the key to success for any endeavor, right, whether we're in radio or wherever, is timeliness and staying at it and keeping with it and finding ways to augment it and improve it. And we did over the years with additional sponsors, with additional giveaways, with more and more live bands and live music music and by its fifth or sixth year if you didn't show up at oak on the water an hour before the broadcast started you weren't sitting down you were gonna have to stand didn't stop people by the hundreds coming week after week after week we would have local bands we would have national bands we would have giveaways and it wasn't anything overly elaborate right it was very minnesotan like you said you've got to speak to your audience you've got to keep it local you have to know the people you're talking to and so we would do giveaways it would be mellow you let people sit at their table and have their warm delicious summery cocktails but then you also bring them live music and it became a thing and by its 10th year i mean we ended up celebrating the 10th anniversary in mexico right and it continued going for a few more years and now after a few years off it's back but it was um you know although my name is on it i was only one of many 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 people as anyone who knows anything about radio that came together to make this thing possible um but it's it's literally the thing that defines my role in this market after nearly 30 years of radio in the twin cities people come up they're like oh oak oak on the water and it's it's who i am and i, I got no problem with that oak on the water was great you know and it, it, it's important for other radio stations to understand that this was a broadcast this was not a remote this oh, was, no this was uh, this <clears throat> was your show it's very similar to the minnesota state fair where it's your show 
for a live audience. Now, these days, it no longer is a live broadcast, but for its first 12 years, right. it was. We would do a live broadcast. Hey, we're out here at Maynard's on Lake Minnetonka, or we're out here at, you know, whatever, on Lake Excel, whatever the case may be. Wherever we were, we were doing our actual show there, you know, and you'd have to you'd have to find that balance as you do in radio, because much like being at the State Fair, you want to set the scene. You want to encourage people there. You want to make them a little jealous that they're not where you are right now, but you also want to make sure that the people who are there are enjoying themselves. And to me, that's part of the art of doing a remote like that, right? Well, it just, when you listened to it, it wasn't just you and it wasn't just the music. You heard the people, you heard jet skis in the background. Oh yeah. This could have not have been anywhere else. I, you know, I really want to thank you for joining me for this. This is uh, something I've wanted to do for a long time. Anytime. And uh, have all, I, what I like about Brian and I've always said, you know, Brian's show is a little bit, little bit like The Simpsons, where <clears throat> you might need to listen to it three times to catch everything. And I always use, I always use the example of you made a reference to the TV show Small Wonders. I did with Vicky the Robot. Uh huh. And I almost drove into. I mean, literally did the thing with the steering wheel. Right. Where, and I told you about it later, and you said, you know, if if like eight or nine people got it then it was worth it. So thank you very much. My pleasure. And that attitude right there, you can't do that with every break, but every once in a while, you got to throw one of those gimmies out there and you know that you've hooked a handful of people and it does. It makes it all worthwhile because literally 10 years later, you're still referencing the bit, which means that it worked. That's the art of promotions. Thank you very much. And uh, that's the end of the show. (laughs) Talk to you soon, Paige. Bye.